Okay, just a note for Patrick's podcast today. This was recorded before it was official. Juan Soto traded to the San Diego Padres from the Washington Nationals along with Josh Bell. Um, So enjoy today's podcast, but we wanted to tell you that that was a news story that happened right after we recorded. Okay, Patrick. Sarah, how are we doing? We're great. We're great. We got... Okay, tons, tons going on. Where do you want to start? A lot Nancy to talk Pelosi. about. A lot of controversial topics today. Hot topics. All right, sports. Brittany Griner looks like we're going to get uh, a- Brittany a- Griner, Deshaun Watson. I know. Soto's <laughs> trade potentially with the Nats. We got a lot of sports. Uh, okay, where do you want to start? You want to you start sports? You want to start with uh, Brittany Griner? Talk to me. So it looks like we're <laughs> talk to me. Looks like we're getting a convicted arms uh, dealer, Russian arms dealer, uh, and we're getting. Looks like I mean his attorney says it's it's like going to happen that Griner will be returned to the United States along with a longtime prisoner and Marine. Oh my God, what's his name? Paul Whelan. Paul Whelan, thank you. Uh, In exchange for Victor Bout. He was only 55, by the way, and dubbed the Merchant of Death for Griner and Whelan. Uh, Russia has sought Bout's release for approximately uh, nine years, I believe. Um, He's serving a 25-year sentence for um, conspiracy to kill U.S. nationals and selling weapons to the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia. He's a notorious arms dealer, uh, multiple terrorist offenses. Uh, and again, you know, his nickname is the Merchant of Death. Yet. Um, okay, his attorney, by the way, says uh, the media has demonized him even further and that there are uh, lots of arms dealers here in the United States that contribute to hundreds of murders every year. And so, uh, which of course, you know, his attorney is going to say anyway, right? So, right. Um, you know, I mean, you expect that from a defense attorney who's, he's his client. So, okay, what's your what's your take on this, by the way? And apparently there's another school teacher, Mark Fogel, yes. 61, who, I don't, is he part of the agreement as well? I Potentially, I think he is. So, oh, really? I haven't uh, read that. So, so they, you know, the Griner situation is interesting. I think this is where my, uh, my, my, what I live by that many things can be true with the same issue. Okay. Listen, do I think she should serve 10 years in a Russian prison for having cannabis oil, even though she knew it was illegal in Russia? Absolutely not. hundred percent. No. Okay. Um, it, it would be a misdemeanor offense, if anything, in this country. Okay. However, she did break the law, knowingly broke the law. Okay. And you could debate all the semantics and how much she had and whether it was medicinal and all this stuff, but she broke the law. I don't think they would be doing anything. I shouldn't say anything. They might've been working behind the scenes for years to get Paul Whelan out, but I don't believe if it was not for Griner being on trial and imprisoned in Russia, would Paul Whelan getting out potentially right now for Victor Bout. I don't think they would have made the trade wheeling for Bout. I think the fact that you throw Griner in this, right. the public 
outcry for, for her, a WNBA player, openly gay woman who's being detained in Russia, I think adds to the pressure on the administration to, to do something. Do I think they should be exchanging someone like this? And by the way, I had no idea who this guy was before the story came out. But if it's based on what you read and what he's done, there's no way this trade should be made. No way. Really? And again, that doesn't mean she should stay in prison. I think there may be other means, other diplomacy. And again, you're dealing with Russia, very difficult. Uh, so I think it's a complicated you know, quandary for for the administration. But, you know, I have to say it seems excessive what Russia is getting for us. And honestly, I think Russia is probably out maneuvering us in this negotiation from a diplomatic standpoint. They get Victor Bowdow, a notorious, you know, arms dealer, terrorist, whatever you want to call him. They've detained Griner. They knew my guess is that someone like Griner, a famous WNBA player, uh, would cause at least a publicity social media outcry to get her out. Uh, and they're using it. So, you know, I think, but, you know, it seems like it's going to happen. The administration's too far down the road now to, That's my guess is, yeah. pull, pull, pull the plug on it. So, uh, Yeah. I mean, listen, if it was my daughter, of course I'd want the trade made. But it also at the same time, I I think we got outplayed. And I think the pressure, you know, once Biden talked to Griner's wife and the and the social media pressure and everything else, um, I think he was in a bind and and you know, I think he should have just continued working behind the scenes. Don't think he should have talked to Griner's wife um and maybe there would have been a lesser deal here to get her out and wheeling out and even the school teacher out fogel if, if he's part of the deal uh but i mean that's so, so listen it's i think it's complicated but there's a hot take see i i just this is my thing i don't really believe i don't even know that i believe that she actually had marijuana or- oh yeah no listen i, I like i said I, I don't think she should probably do five days in jail for what, or 10 days. She wouldn't probably do any time in this country. I did read a take and I'm not sure who wrote it. And again, I'm not saying I agree with this take, but I want to get your thoughts on it. Someone made the point that there is thousands and thousands of incarcerated black females and males in this country, in US prisons for low level drug crimes. And in, in, in including, you know, many with cannabis, right? Or, or, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Is this a slap in the face to them that she gets traded for with this, with this individual? And yet you're still going to have all these incarcerated black females and males, and not just black, but in general, but mostly, um, I don't know. It's interesting take. It is. That is. Um, well, I think I think it's like there's so many other layers to this one. Well, first of all, you know, she does have a layer of fame, which well, of I course th- she does. Yes, absolutely. 
which helps out, you know, uh, no you doubt. know, look, if she wasn't famous, I don't think anyone would care. Well, that's you what know? I was saying. I don't think Paul Whelan would be getting out for Victor Bout without right. Griner. No, hundred percent. Now maybe Griner helps him, which is great if he gets out too. Right. Oh, I think, well, I think Paul Whelan's definitely getting out. I'm not sure about the other individual, but um, you know, I, I think, you know, and it's interesting, you make an interesting point where we outplayed. Now, if you read several of the stories, the news stories that are out there say that Russia has wanted Victor Bout back for a very long time, right? So so to your point, maybe this was a strategic move. I, I personally don't, I don't think you can trust the Russian government. I don't even- No, I don't think so either. And, and you know, listen, maybe at the end of the day, his network has been dismantled. He's not in the same position. Uh, maybe he's a much less of a threat to us at this point, I don't know enough about him. And oh, he's uh, this, I mean, come on, he's a spy. He's he's definitely a threat to us. You think he likes America and he's going to go back? And, and hell no, you know. I mean, he's definitely a threat. Like, Russia, I was going to ask you, do you think athlete? You know, there's a lot of discussion too. Like female WNBA players have to go overseas and mm-hmm. make money, and we see NBA players do that for China, right? They go because yeah. make and women soccer players. Play in the European leagues all the time. Yeah. Do you think though these athletes put our country and other civilians and our government in jeopardy by doing that? No, you know, no. You don't. No. no, I mean, listen. I some some of the outcry when you know Griner was either first arrested or when it started becoming a bigger story was that oh well she shouldn't have to go to Russia to play she should be able to make the same money here. No, like capitalism. Like the WNBA doesn't make enough money. It's a, by the way, it's the NBA who pays for the entire league for the most part. If they don't make enough money to pay her, that's life. Then yes, she has to go to Russia or Italy or wherever. And and I, but my question to these like WNBA players or, you know, um, farm league, like baseball players is also what's wrong with making ninety thousand dollars a year like why do you i mean yeah you can argue like sure you should be making lebron money but also is there anything wrong i mean i'm sure britney griner here in the wnba probably makes i don't know a hundred thousand hundred is that like so bad i don't know i mean i'm just saying is it worth your life or you know all this anxiety all this i mean if i were a wnba player i don't i think i would think twice about playing yeah but there's there's u.s men soccer players who play in russia they play in the russian leagues all the time right they're so putting, i think they're putting themselves in danger but also okay. she's black and she's gay which russia hates both but by them. the way she was going there i believe for eight years is that correct like i don't think this is a new thing she she she's been in russia she knew the laws i that i may have that those number of years wrong but i think she's been playing in russia for quite a while Okay, she wasn't even part of the WNBA recently. Uh, I think ten. Yeah, I think you're right. Almost ten years. Yeah, I thought it was eight years. I heard. So um, uh, it's a, it's an interesting. You know, I don't listen. I don't also. I don't agree with the argument. Well, she was anti-national anthem. She didn't want to come out for the national anthem. She will. To me, that's irrelevant. She's an American. She's an American citizen. Yeah, um, I, you know, she's being detained. Uh, you know, there should be diplomacy 
used to try to get her out, wheeling out, Fogel out, and any other people who are imprisoned in other, you know, foreign countries uh, to some degree, assuming, you know, it's, it's a minor offense. Obviously, if they've killed somebody or done something truly, you know, terrible, then, uh, yeah, they're going to pay the price like they would here. So, uh, and actually, I don't know how long she's been playing in Russia. She faces up to 10 years, but that that's where I was getting to. Oh, sorry. I think she's been long. there for quite a while playing. But okay. And I know you made this point. Too. I just don't even believe she, I, I think she could have been framed. Like, I mean, I think I, you talk about being, no, I think she admit, I, I don't, well, okay. Again, she I don't have to admit. I guess, but no, because they've said all along that you know, it was for medicinal. She didn't know it was in her suitcase. She packed quick. I don't think they'd be making those arguments if she wasn't actually carrying it. I don't think they. I don't think this is a case of they put it in her suitcase. Oh, I do. I, I feel like. <laughs> I, I just feel like you can't trust them. You know, they're saying we know these sanctions because of the Ukrainian war are like having a, are having an effect. I, I just don't think you can trust anything. I, I wouldn't put anything past that. Yeah. I wouldn't put anything past that. And she knows she has to go along and admit guilt, say she's guilty if she even has a, I don't know. It's, oh, it's I, yeah, that, that, I, that I agree with. I mean, listen, I don't know if trials are, she was guilty the minute they caught her. Right. So totally. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to Deshaun Watson, another <sighs> big, big story in the NFL. Um, Sue Robinson, the judge that oversaw it, he gets a six game suspension. No criminal charges have ever been brought. Um, the report was interesting to read because Robinson basically said, look, I had to make this ruling based on four women's accounts, not mm-hmm. the 24 women, you know, who have right. come forward and accused him of sexual misconduct. Uh, so what's your hot, t- I mean, you know, opinion- so let me, let me step back for a second. So I believe this is the first year based on the new collective bargaining agreement that the NFL reached with the players that there's what's called neutral, neutral arbitration. Okay. So this case, this case in the past, like with Ben Roethlisberger, Ray Rice, the Flake Gate, Bounty Gate, many others in the NFL, basically would have been heard by Roger Roger Goodell, and he would have said five-game suspension, two-game suspension, whatever. So in essence, now the NFL had to prove their case in an arbitration hearing with a judge. So Robinson, in essence, has said the NFL proved their case. And then he said he believes based on precedent, the collective bargaining agreement and so forth, six games is, is the right amount. Now the NFL players association can appeal. They probably will. They'll probably fire, file paperwork to appeal. But my guess is they're going to live with the six games. They have to appeal probably just to say they appealed or just to keep that process alive. And okay. um, they'll probably accept accept the six games and then this is you know the story so what what the judge said was he had to base it on the personal conduct policy of the nfl there's three things assault safety of another and the risk of integrity to the nfl and the risk of the integrity was proven for sure and i believe he said the safety of another was also proven the salt was questionable i think based on what I read from um, his, his, his findings. Wait, I think the judge was a woman, wasn't it? 
Uh, her findings, yes. Yeah, sorry, it was. Yeah, just a minor correction. Okay. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Um, so six games, I think it, it'll end up there. Uh, but listen, there's a lot of you know female sports writers, pundits, TV personalities who once again are being extremely critical of the NFL, saying, you know, basically you could assault a female, um, and the, the threshold is six games like Ray Rice, by the way, Ray Rice originally, and we had video when he, you know, beat oh, his, that was awful. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was a fiance or a wife at the time, uh, only got two games and then out of pressure, it got up to six. Ben Roethlisberger originally got six and it was reduced to four. I mean, think about that. Tom Brady for supposedly deflating a football which I'm, we're not even sure he actually did it, got four games, but yet you could sexually assault a female on video, beat the crap out of her in an elevator and get two, yes, up to six eventually. Or in, ben, or in Roethlisberger's case, again, I'm not sure they had, yeah, listen, I don't know all the evidence in each right, of those cases right. and everything. Uh, so listen, the NFL is about money. Um. Yeah. You know, listen, I think Cleveland will live with it. I think they knew going in. My guess is they're thrilled that it's not a year, right? Because keep in mind, remember, we talked about the the current contract, I believe, pays to Sean 500 million, but the first year was only a million. Right, right. Everything else was deferred. Right, which was kind of like them sort of knowing that something. I think he got a $30 million signing bonus, which also could have been deferred. So, um, yeah, they knew this was coming to, to what, whether it was going to be four games, six games, eight games, a full season. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is, I believe he settled all of his cases now. The original, I believe he had settled 20 out of 24, but wow. I think now all 24 I have been settled, I thought I read. Um, so there we go. Game, game seven, he returns against the Ravens. And uh, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, like your point is the debate continues about how serious the NFL is in protecting women and, you know, um, really punishing these guys that are. Now, listen, no criminal really charges like, were filed. He wasn't yeah, convicted of a crime. Factor in it. So I'm sure that absolutely factored into it. Right. Yeah. To, to some degree. Right. So absolutely. Obviously, he was convicted of a crime. And he'd be doing, potentially be doing jail time. So. Right, right. Um, all right, Juan Soto here in, uh, for the Nats. Do we yeah. look like we a trade? Yeah, it looks like there's going to be a trade. Now, keep in mind, they don't have to trade him. There's still two years on his contract. He's not an unrestricted free agent to 2024. Okay. They made him a massive offer several weeks back, $440 million, But on a per year basis, it wouldn't have been in the top 10 or 12 contracts. Uh, my sense is they clearly feel they're not going to be able to keep him and why not get some players they want to rebuild. They're the worst team in the national league. So I actually think it's probably smart to trade him. You know, you could always try to get him back in two years unless he, so my, my, you know, the question is if he goes to the Padres, Mets, Dodgers are being rumored, does he sign like a five or six year deal, or does it only a two year deal, which is the years remaining on his current Nats contract, 
and then goes unrestricted again. Um, I don't know, we'll see, but. Um, uh, okay. Um, and so what's your prediction overall for, for the Nats heading into. I think they need new owners. I think they need a, they oh. need, they need Listen, They won that. They won the world series, which is great. Uh, haven't done crap since, um, <laughs> you know, they're the worst team in the national league. Attendance is terrible. Uh, no, <laughs> is it really bad? Is it really? I haven't, obviously I don't live. I think attendance. So I just, I read that attendance is absolutely terrible in the entire league. Okay. okay. So, I mean, it's an expensive evening. Yeah. You know, I think I tweeted a few weeks ago and it's even more teams now that 17 of the 32 teams are basically have no shot at making the playoffs uh, or we're below 500 you know, already halfway through the year, you know, unfortunately the league continues to become a league of haves and have nots. Yeah. There's the occasional Tampa Bay Rays or Oakland A's who, you know, make the playoffs or maybe, you know, hit, you know, catch lightning in a bottle for a few years, but it's, you know, it's very difficult. It's very difficult, very difficult. And listen, I get people, you know, like to go to a game and, you know, one a year or whatever, but I mean, to spend all that money to go see a team that's 30 games out of 500, it's tough. It's just tough. Um, okay. I, I saw you tweeting about this and I wanted to know, I, cause I, I'm not, I think you're not a fan, but, um, the commanders yes. victory, the long time, you yeah. know, rally song are, are basically trying to just rework that song with the commander's name. Right. And we're getting rid of the, the Redskins name. So, mm. but you were like, not a fan. You don't think you think they should. I just think it's song. another dumb PR move by this team. I honestly don't think this team does anything from a marketing standpoint that makes sense. <laughs> Who cares about this song? It's, you know what? No one. Okay. Maybe really? You don't six, think it has nostalgia? 60 for year old fan, 65 year old fans. Can, no, it, by the I way, like the that. nostalgia of the team is what they wanted to get rid of. Right. Hell to the red. No. What are you going to stick commanders in there? It's idiotic. Get rid of the freaking song. Write a new song. Start. Move forward. Right. Move forward. It's a dumb song anyway. Like, just move on. Enough. Like, seriously. Wait, did we do like a like it or not poll? What do people say? Or or, like most people? You know what? They did. And I don't remember the results. But like. I like it. I mean, listen, I didn't grow up a Redskin fan. So maybe I'm being a little, you know, over the top on this. But. No one, no one's going to, by the way, you're in the stadium. <laughs> the music starts playing. Hey, and what are you going to say? No, every half, 90% of the people are going to say the, 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 the red word, <laughs> right? Yes. And, and if they don't say it, they're going to think it. Yeah, it's true. And, and you know. <sighs> okay. And by the way, the, the, the wording is, is tied to the word, Right. Yeah, I mean, the victors to the like change the song. By the way, who needs a who needs a like who who, who, a a song? It's a professional (laughs) football team. Move on. All right, let's. Uh, uh, We got to go back to politics a little bit. Yeah, where do you want to go? Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan today, or she might she might have landed already. She might be there. So 
again, I have multiple thoughts on this. She's the most high ranking. She's the highest ranking U.S. political uh, person to travel to Taiwan since 1997 when Newt Gingrich went, also Speaker of the House. Okay. So it's not unprecedented, but it's been a long time. Okay. You know, our situation with Taiwan is basically, you know, Switzerland, right? Like we, we, we recognize what they are, um, but we also don't want to piss off China, right? So yet yeah, she's going, you know, I read this morning, I don't know if it's true, but I read this morning that it, it's actually going to cost about $90 million at the end of the day for her to visit what? Taiwan. Yeah, because apparently we, we move four carriers and all oh, this. Oh, stuff. And again, I don't know if that's real money or just like, okay, that's what it costs, but you're paying everyone anyway. So what, you know, what, what is it? Is it a, is it a true actually out of pocket cost? Don't know that. Uh, I, listen, I think she should be able to go. She's the speaker of the house. You know, there is some questions. Why is she going? Then there's some questions about the whole chip semiconductor company that's there that I believe her husband allegedly, or I believe he actually sold some. So there's all that controversy around it. Um, yeah. It is very complicated. I mean, it sounds like it is very complicated, very delicate situation. Um, you know, people are speculating what what China's recourse will be, which sounds like maybe just like the show of military force and kind of getting close to potentially being. Yeah, they'll hack something in this country or something, right? Yeah, that's true. That that's scary too. So overall, do you think she should go, or do you think this is like potentially not a good move for the Biden administration? I think I know it's hard to it's a I honestly to would say. like to know more why she felt she needed to go. Right. Okay. What is she accomplishing? Uh, I don't know enough about the stock trade to say somehow it was in any way not on really? the up and up, right? Um I don't think we should be dictated to China what our top political leaders can do. So I'll just say that. And you know, whether you agree with her politics or not, she is the Speaker of the House. She's third in line for the presidency. So if she wants to go to Taiwan and there is a true diplomatic purpose for the visit, she should be able to go. And then, you know, uh, I'm sure she talked to the Biden administration. I'm sure if she didn't go, she would have looked weak or we would have looked weak to China. So at the end of the day, I think you got to go. I think, yeah. you know, if, if, if the decision was made for, for a certain purpose to go, then I think, think she should go. And, and if China reacts, then we'll deal with those reactions, right? Or, or those consequences or, or whatever. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I, th I, think, she, I think that's, that's fine. All right. uh, it was a good night for Biden last night. They All killed right. yeah. Al-Zawawi, I believe is how you pronounce it. The so-called one of the masterminds of the 9-11 attacks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, good, good, good job. Killed him. Yeah. Um, right you know, on I his deck uh, with a couple of yeah, missiles. I mean, listen, I think Al Qaeda, Al Qaeda was certainly not what it once was, or so being reported, it was not once what it wa once was. But at the end of the day, uh, he should, even though it's you know thirty years later or thirty-one years later, um, he should pay the price. I'm guessing he had to be well into his what 80s i believe they said or 
the late seventies. I thought I read. Okay. I might um, not have that right. Uh, but yeah, so, 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 so good night uh, on that front. Uh, uh, Biden's approval rating continues to be in the high thirties, even with the so-called inflation reduction bill, which is just, I love how they named that inflation reduction bill when it was build back better. Such a joke. Um, <laughs> I mean, really, come on. Even, even like even like the the most you know, appears to be most down the middle economists are saying it's not going to do anything to reduce inflation. There's nothing in that bill that's necessarily going to reduce inflation. There's a lot of speculative revenue raised in it. You know the tax enforcement from the IRS. You know they're saying it's going to raise a certain amount of money. The it's called. Um, uh, the 15% corporate tax minimum on, on corporations is going to raise X amount. The carried interest, it's called. So for like massive funds um, get to pay a reduced tax on carried interest. Now they're going to have to pay the going rate uh, on that. Uh, I believe big picture, it's about a $789 billion spending bill. And they say it's going to be offset by raised funds between the 50% corporate tax, the carried shared interest tax, um, and um, the tax, the IRS tax enforcement. In addition, Medicare, there's a provision where Medicare can now negotiate drug prices. And okay. there's a $2,000 cap for drugs or medicine, or again, I don't know if that's per bottle or how, or okay. per prescription or how that works or per pill. Uh, but I think, listen, at the end of the day, I think once again, Manchin saved the Democratic Party. I think he, he got a bill through. Uh, and by the way, so without getting in the weeds, so the CHIPS legislation, the semiconductor CHIPS bill, so, so, if, if you look at the timeline, Schumer and McConnell with Manchin. So, so McConnell helped the chips bill get through, I believe, based on the, the promise or the assumption or the belief that they wouldn't take the, the you know, inflation reduction bill through reconciliation, which means because it's spending they don't have to get 60 votes. It goes through reconciliation. They could yeah. pass it with 50 votes. The chips passed, they got 60 votes for that. And then boom, Manchin announces the deal with Schumer uh, to you know, get this through. So um, supposedly there's a pipeline that West Virginia is gonna get, which you know, obviously Manchin being from West Virginia, uh, I listen. I just I, on any of these things, whether it's Republicans or Democrats, the, the revenue raised from these taxes, for you know, seems very speculative at best. I don't think it reduces inflation, but again, I'm not an economist. Most economists are saying it won't. Yeah, uh, so you know, we'll see. But um, it's probably going to pass. Uh, I think I think Sienema from Arizona will come on board. 
Uh, and then, so, you know, we'll spend another $780 billion. Uh, we'll see how much we actually raise. Uh, so I do think a part of the bill why Manchin voted for it, they're saying there's going to be at least $300 billion to pay down the debt. So out of the $789 billion in taxes, $300 billion has to go toward paying down the debt. Um, so we'll see. But um, yeah. we'll see if it helps his approval ratings. You know, he continues to tout how gas prices are coming down, even though he blamed Putin as they were going up. And, you know, he blamed Putin as they were going up. The war hasn't changed in Ukraine, yet they're coming down. So maybe it's just natural, you know, <laughs> you know, global market that drives prices uh, to, to a certain degree. So, um, um, okay. And, and real, I mean, so overall, like, okay, you know, he gets a big victory with this Elza Ari, uh, death. Yeah. You know? that, that'll, that'll be a one day thing, honestly. You I don't think, I, you know, and again, the whole debate, whether we're, we're in a recession or not, I honestly don't care. Like, listen, business is slowed. Inflation oh, yeah, still yeah. high, you know, Yes, gas prices are coming down. They're still at $1.75 higher during his administration. The border crisis continues to be a mess. Uh, you know, we're, we're heading toward the midterms. Yeah. Now, what might save them is the Republicans just continue to be idiots, right? I mean, Oz is 14 points behind now. I think he's toast. I think Herschel Walker is going to lose in Georgia. Um, you know, I, I think yeah. the Republicans just continue to not take advantage of what the situation really is. And um, I, yes, I still think they take the House, but maybe not by as much. I think I said 24, 23, 24 seats they'll gain. Uh, so we'll, we'll see where that goes, but, um, okay. Well, local race. I mean, this is kind of oh. two weeks. It's two weeks later. It's over two weeks. So what's, what's the deal in Montgomery County? When do they think they'll declare an actual winner? It's, you know, it's just of the Elrich Blair. So uh, mail, mail-in and provisional ballots cannot be, you cannot start counting them in Maryland until two days after the election. That was you know, there was there was some legislation that was going to change that. There was some riders that were put on that. So Hogan vetoed it. So they couldn't start counting to the Thursday after election, which will be two weeks this coming Thursday. But what a slow process. I mean, could you imagine the general election if they have? So I believe Montgomery County at the end of the day is going to have about 60,000 votes that they had to count, mail-in and provisional. Uh, what if they get 150? What are you going to do? So long story short, Mark Elrich against David Blair, Elrich being the incumbent, very progressive, borderline socialist, <laughs> uh, my opinion. Uh, county exec uh, is now, you know, the, the, the vote totals each day have been fluctuating. Uh, he's Mark Elrich is up 120 votes as of late, 121 votes as of late last night. Um, he's probably going to win and the county, you know, will continue to, uh, you know, 
struggle, in my opinion. Like that's just you know, just my yeah. opinion. It's, uh, what you a know, like, county. You know, you you've been you know, in. Listen, I mean, there's tons of school issues. Oh my you god. Know, business retention is 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 just not good in this county compared to Northern Virginia or compared to other counties in Maryland. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of people leave Montgomery County. If I, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. And I've said, listen, Hans Reamer, who was on the council for 12 years, decided to run as well. You can make the debate whose vote, if he wasn't in the race, where those who voted for him, who would they have voted for? I make the case that if you're not voting for the incumbent, you would have voted for Blair. Now, you could make the case that Hans Reamer is more progressive than Blair. So they chose the lesser of the progressives, maybe a little bit more moderate Reamer versus Elrich. And if Hans wasn't in the race, they still would have went with Elrich. We don't, we'll never know. But at the end of the day, it's going to be 200 votes, 150. By the way, four years ago, Elrich only beat Blair by 77 votes. I know, so, I know. And, and at the end, I also think at the end of the day, it only looks like about 17% of the county is going to have voted. That's so crazy. You know, again, close primaries, only Dems can vote, terrible turnout. You know, average might get six and a half percent of the total county vote and get reelected. Think about that. So crazy. I, I'm surprised you had such a low vote. Okay, one last quick thing for you. Um, seven states are having primaries today. The big ones are in Missouri and Kansas to see if they're going to And Arizona's a big one, too. And Arizona. Any predictions? I mean, you know, the abortion's obviously on the ballot for Missouri and Kansas. Like, I mean, I, I'll be very curious. I, it, I'll be very doing. curious to see if the... Are they going to allow some access? Now, now I don't know. I don't know in those states if you have to be either Dem or Republican to vote. Like, I don't know. Are they open primaries? I'd have to look into that. I don't know. Because I, I do think if independents were voting as well, I think the abortion bans would not pass. Okay. But I think because maybe independents, like in Montgomery, I'm in Maryland, cannot vote in a primary. There's a, you know, there's a lot more Republicans in Kansas and Missouri than Dems. So... If they turn out, there's a good chance that the abortion ban gets gets passed, which which obviously would be unfortunate. So, uh, and then they'll claim that they have a mandate and yada yada yada. So, um, and yeah, it'll be interesting to say. to watch. All right, um, Patrick. Anything else? <sighs> no, busy, busy. A lot of lot going on. A lot going on. Uh, where can yeah. people find you? You are Patrick you are GM Fox Five DC. All right, Patrick, we'll see you next week. Sarah, I'll see you next week. Got it. Bye. Bye.